Thank you for joining our operating room. You're tuned into this Media Surgeons podcast. I am one of your hosts, Tiffany Leslie. I'm Shante Reed. And I'm Alexis Gail Grant. And today we will be dissecting how the media treated the COVID-19 pandemic then versus now, as well as how they treated another named pandemic. So stay tuned. There's a lot in store. All right. Now, how did it begin? How, how did COVID begin? Now, it's called COVID-19 for a reason. It originated in 2019 in China, as we almost know by now. But a lot of us weren't really introduced to it until March of 2020. Why is that so? It's because of the media, the way they fed us information about it. We didn't really know what was going on until it was too late. I found out in January of 2020, um, it, was, it was a YouTuber. I believe her name is Lovely T. Her subscribers that were Chinese were sending her a lot of pictures, videos, and content and information about what's going on. And that's how I really knew about it. And then now, I guess we all know about it because it's affecting our lives now and then. And that's all because of the media's role in how they deliver the information to us. Yes, absolutely. That is so true. Um, For me, I didn't know about COVID. I learned about it in January. And that's because of Instagram. And us as young people, we're always surfing Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, and Facebook, and all the works. So I learned about COVID through Instagram. And when I saw it, you know, I was saying, okay, this is there in China. I'm all the way in Jamaica, so okay, that's it. But then when it actually came to my country, that's when I became more aware. And I was like, what is this thing? How did it start? What is what caused it to spike like this? And so on. And we all know about this because of the media. The media really does play an important role in what we know of COVID today. And it's funny. That's so true. Yeah. And it's funny you say that, Chante, because I initially, even when I read up on it in early January of last year, I was just looking at it like, wow, this is so sad because seeing those people just dropping down in the street for no reason, it was just pandemonia over there. But I was like, in my look ahead, um, Jamaica is in the Caribbean, China yes. is way over there in Asia. Like, this seems like something the Chinese government can contain because they're so restricted anyway. They can't even use a VPN over there. There is no way. Like, they're going to let this come out um, in the world. And then when I read, oh, it's traveling through Italy, through the rest of Europe, I was like, yikes, too bad for them. I'm still in Jamaica. And then March 11 came, Gleena update on my phone. COVID is now in Jamaica. We have one suspected case. It was hysteria at work. Okay. I remember that day like yesterday. I think. <laughs> I was actually out. I was in Juicy Beef, actually. And then there were, everybody was frantic and like, COVID there, COVID there. And I'm like, okay. I still really wasn't, you know, because it's just one case. I didn't expect that it would be this big thing now. And just like any new thing, something that we've never heard about, never seen before, there, there is always going to be something that you hear that, you know, don't really make sense. So there were a lot of rumors, a lot of conspiracy theories surrounding the coronavirus. One of them being is that if you catch COVID, you're half dead. 
and you know uh sorry to cut you off there but i think that that has a lot to do with how the media mm-hmm. portrait yes. in exactly I, knowing what i know now and looking back i'm really disappointed in a lot of the news coverage bulletins yes. and the coverages they yes. they i remember seeing a lot of bats and and dirty market oh streets that, yes. um they they made it seem as if people caught covid because they were not being clean yes mm-hmm. And they really made it seem as if this was something that is because of the negligence of the Chinese people and they are responsible yes. for, you know, hell. Yeah. And, I think another, yeah. and I think another thing that the media portrayed, especially a lot of the US media, um, they're per- perpetuating this um, point that, oh, it's no deadlier than the flu. Look at them now, Definitely. over 500,000 people dead in their country because of the quote-unquote flu, right? Yes. And then when you look here, and I think that's why, um, that, 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 that's also a part of the media. Some media outlets are saying, oh, it's no harder than the flu, no worse than the flu. And then some media outlets, so it's like, you're going to die. Definitely. So it's like, what do you believe? Because it's a new type of virus. It's not like, um, let's say, a Spanish flu or a new variant of the flu. It's completely new. And then the thing yes. about it is the, the media doesn't know how to separate coronavirus and COVID. Coronavirus yeah. itself is a, it's a virus, but you have different strains of the virus. That's why there are new viruses now in March 2021. So COVID-19 is a branch of it. And you have different variants. So they're not telling us this. I remember when COVID just came, they were updating us like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where was that update prior to when yes. it was in your, your own country? Where was the daily or hourly updates? What, what were, where were the protocols? How do I just sit down and watch and see what happens? Look at us now. Definitely. And I don't think the problem is only with the media in terms of like the newsrooms. Mm-hmm. Um, you have social media. Social media played a big role in that because, you know, there were chain messages going around and WhatsApp and Twitter and all over the place about things that were not true about the coronavirus. I don't know if you guys saw this one, but it was from, I think it was a military person. He's he was in the military um, from in China. And they're saying that if you catch the COVID, you're going to die. And it's so man-made that if you do catch it, something about some alpha, it was a whole mess. Say so it's not only the newsroom that plays a part in this social media, because let's face it, once one person catch something and then stick to it and run with it, all over the place so it was actually being spread of all the negative things that were associated with corona and it makes you really wonder you know why and who who is starting these um and viral videos where are these messages coming from whose agenda is the media setting because for a very long time, COVID was the Chinese virus or just the flu or, you know, a, a political, it always came from a political standpoint, especially yes. because 
the United States general elections was about to start. Yeah. And the closer and closer we got to the elections, everything that surrounded COVID-19 was about the United States president and who yes. could handle it and who couldn't handle it. So it just goes to show that the media plays a huge part in basically narrating the conversations of the public. Definitely. So, yeah. so we all have all these different views. Yeah, but I, we're I, still I'm talking still about the same thing every day. Yes. I, I agree and I have a point on that. Um I remember when it was here in Jamaica and they were talking about when it's gonna speed up when we're supposed to expect a lot of cases. This was when we're we were in just double digits. Right. And then once we came out of once we were trending down, we were almost once we went to triple digits, but we were trending down to go back to double digits, mm-hmm. an election was called for us. Yes. And at that time, the numbers hadn't hadn't spiked as bad yet. And then it, the way it was, it was in the media. It was like, mm, um, it's going down. It's good. Things can open up back. And they were, everything was less like, or curfew was less. Because I remember recording another podcast and I had to make sure I reached home before 11 p.m. Because that's what was, what our curfew was. A lot of things were opening up. Beaches. Yes. <laughs> I can't tell the last time I see a beach. Yes. Beaches. That, that 11 theaters. Yeah, everything was opening up because the media was presenting to us that it's not that important now not as deadly it's okay it's something we can live with and then august come september come it was horrible january come and the whole of february we're just trending upwards 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 Upwards, and it's like it's like what they're saying to us is if it's not showing signs of increase increasing doom then it's not really important now but once it's once it's showing like doom then that's what matters and i think that's the issue with media locally regionally and globally like they they don't give us the quote-unquote news or importance one thing they think one thing they realize that oh it's gonna affect everybody including yes. myself yeah definitely i understand that that which also, Tiffany, that's mm-hmm. such a good point because you realize that once the election started, they essentially started telling us, mm-hmm. let's shift the focus from COVID to, for a while. To politics. And talk about the election. Exactly. And if you notice, while the election was happening, no one was taking any precautions. Definitely. Mind you, COVID was still a very, very important topic it was still very important to have the media you know see every day protect yourself wear your mask they were focusing on politics and as soon as the election ended straight back to COVID. that's the thing alexis because um when holness when andrew holness called the election that's when we actually spiked again i I believe it was just a what a week before um after we received such spike and then in all of this as a yeah as all of this as a leader he said okay let's call it no when he had until february of this year to call it again like he didn't have to do that and then with that 
Exactly, Alexis. It shifted. COVID is still here, you know, but, you know, electing somebody new is different because even I was catching up on the news a lot then. All I'm being force fed is ads from PMP or JLP or yes. Rohan Chung. All I was being fed was those. And I'm like, where is my, yeah, where's the content when when COVID just started and I was receiving daily updates about, you know, who catch what, how many active cases, who died, yes. where is that? All I'm getting is politics, politics. And remember to watch the debate. Remember, yeah. like, okay, and it's it important. Shows. But even, even during the debates, it wasn't that big a deal because politics matters so much more than human decency. And it shows because at that time, the media was putting out information constantly. And once that stopped altogether, like people stopped caring, nobody was mm-hmm. social distancing, nobody was wearing their mask because they were not being fed. You know, like like a baby, you're not being fed and then you're like, you withdraw. But then afterwards, when it started to spike, that's when all the conversations surrounding COVID started again. That and it's not just so that we need to be fed you know shanti it's 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 a little bit more than that it just goes to show that the media controls us more than we would like to think they are shoving their agendas down our throats and we just sit with our mouths wide open because even though covid19 may be the most important thing right now i'm sure you know we know well, as journalism students, that the main function of the media is to inform the public. And the only thing we're getting right now is COVID. And, and you can see that on the international scale as well as on the local scale, because while COVID-19 was at, was at an all-time high, we also had tsunamis, bombings, mm-hmm. um, earthquakes, mass murders and none of those things were being covered but and covid was just the main thing and also locally no one could properly digest the fact that ananda dean was still missing because all we could talk about was covid sorry jasmine dean it's so funny that they both have the last name the same last name Exactly. Yeah, yeah. A, a lot of things happen. Even earthquakes last year, there were so many earthquakes. So many earthquakes, yes. In Jamaica last year, it's the first year I felt one earthquake that big, and then two, so many, and that wasn't being covered. The murder rate, as people are losing their jobs because of this pandemic, they're getting desperate to feed themselves and their family and to get some money. And a lot of Grand larceny is happening, a lot of theft, um, a lot of murders. Because when when what happens when people don't have any type of income, they start to look different ways to, you know, try to sustain their lives because that's why we're here to sustain our lives. And no, nothing was being done about that. Myself, I lost my job um, as a part of this whole pandemic. And I applied for the set cash um, grant that the government had. And it took almost six months to get the money. If I didn't yes. have a no money, if I didn't have a family that was helping me through this thing, I don't know how I could survive. Imagine people who didn't um who have children and a whole that family so to feed. True. 
like my, my grant was just to cover because um I lost my work. But the other ones, some of them you just get what a ten thousand yes. dollar um money and then that's it. I am so grateful mine is sustaining me up until now, but it's not enough. They're not giving us options, they're not making this pandemic livable in. Like everyone is having the same issue, but I feel like we're failing in that part and also, they're not utilizing because media is not talking up. about that. Yeah. yeah, media is not propped up more. We are more accessible to media now everywhere. We are I'm more sure. watching, t- we're more watching the news now, getting updates now. Because prior to the pandemic, I wouldn't see a lot of people, you know, commenting on news blogs or anything, but everybody's catching up now, yes. but they're not being responsible with it even when um i'm trying to remember her name that was pregnant and she died because the doctors suspected that she had covid like and that was because of the media media exactly that was because of how the media portrayed covid19 and the fact that they were shoving it down her or throat so much it Mm -hmm. caused fear-mongering and is like a, a stigma. You couldn't cough in public. You couldn't sneeze yes, anymore. That's true. Mm-hmm. God forbid you did that. Like you, they would. I mean, if someone was you. stabbed. Yes, oh, I remember that. Yes, that yes. happened. Yes, it was on a bus. Yeah. That's true. So, and, and that's because they 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 were focusing on showing the bad side of it. Granted, there might not be any good side, but there's a way to live with it and protect yourself. But they were just so focused on showing the bad side and oh yes. the um apocalypse is here that people were just get, being frightened about it because once you show somebody like oh you're dead then i'm gonna try them best to survive yes and there's such a stark difference between then and now because no, no, now no. there's a, a different narrative now yes. now it's wear your mask stay safe stay home you'll be fine hand sanitized you know we're all we will all be fine let's just make it through this um you know i think it's so different yeah with no um everyone has accepted the fact that it's here to stay it's just one of those off chance diseases that you probably will get yes and that's fine it's here to stay and because of their soul no yeah, because they're so complacent with it now. Like nobody wants to take any more precaution because people don't live, um, lose any loved ones. Um, yes. They're like, oh, it does this. And I, I believe that's part of the media. I think the media has is showing people as statistics. So it desensitize other persons from knowing that these are actually real people. You're showing them as numbers. People are going to view that, oh, it's just a number. It's not really yes. a person. Yeah. And then that's how they're doing it every day. Every day you get a every day about three or three to five or more um, updates about COVID, and they're just showing numbers. They don't the language that they're using is just statistical to treat them as just any other thing. And there's no empathy at all. So oh, somebody died. You don't. They don't show. Okay, these are the people that died today. Pray for their loved ones or anything. No, it's just twenty-seven people have died today. This is how many males. This is how many females. Mm-hmm. yeah that yeah, is that- so true and um having experienced the pandemic for almost two years now it makes us more knowledgeable of how to to behave and how to react to this thing and one of the conversations surrounding corona virus now is the whole vaccine because i mean We've all been through it and we know that we're supposed to social distance or a mask and everything. And we know what the media had said about it. 
before now. So now the conversation is surrounding the vaccine, whether, whether we should take it or not, whether it's a good thing, whether mm -hmm. if we take it, we're going to die and all the works, you know? So that's the thing um, that is surrounding funny. the yeah, funny go ahead, Alexis. That's there's a funny thing about the vaccine for real. It's it just goes right back to our point. It's yes. all about the agenda of mm -hmm. the media or agenda of the, the, the whosoever whosoever's agenda the media is trying to enforce, whether it is their agenda or, or the, 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 the government or yes. the public's agenda, because like you were saying. The, nobody knows, you know, or, well, different people have different opinions, whether it's a, the vaccine is a good thing, whether it's a it's bad a thing, bad whether thing, it's going to kill you, whether it's going to make you better, whether it's going to, you know, going to grow an extra toe. People <laughs> have yes. so many things to say about yeah. the vaccine and it's all because of how awesome. the media has portrayed it. Ah, 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 not so fast. You've come to the end of part one of our discussion on how the media addressed COVID versus now. Stay tuned for part two. As always, thank you for listening. Ensure you like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube page, Media Surgeons, as well as follow us on all podcast platforms at Media Surgeons. Bye, guys.